Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You know, I'm really torn. I'm really torn because I, I want... I definitely want and think that we should have the GOP convention here in Jacksonville. Absolutely. I think that would be fantastic. I just don't know if we have the hotel capacity. When I think back to the Super Bowl when they had to bring in cruise ships and they had to park cruise ships in the river so that people could live on the cruise ships uh, during the Super Bowl. And now I knew what I was looking around because here's what I did. All right, here, let me, this is, this is the world that I live in here. Do- Donald Trump yesterday basically went on Twitter and said, Basically, he's like, suck it, Charlotte. <laughs> We're not coming. He said, you're not going to give up. The, the governor of the Uni- of uh, North Carolina is a Democrat. And they're very much in, as Donald Trump says, uh, they are very much in shelter in place mode still. And this convention is coming up in late August. August the 23rd, I believe it starts in Charlotte or, or was going to start in Charlotte. But now the president and and uh, and uh, Rona McDaniel, who is the the chairman of the um, Republican National Committee, they're sitting there going, well, look, if they're not going to open up, we want a full convention. We want full blown convention. We want the stage. We want the crowds. We want the ambiance. We want the restaurants full of people. We want the hustle, the bustle. We want the street vendors out there selling shirts with naughty words on them about Joe Biden and, and Hillary Clinton. We want the entire. I mean, if you've never been to a convention, it it is an experience. There's media from around the world. There's conventioneers from around the world. The delegates come in. There's a delegation from all 50 states. All 50 states send people to the convention so they can vote. Plus, of course, there's the uh, you know there's everybody else who just is like a, a watcher by. There's somebody you know. There's people that are just coming by to like hang out. Then there's protesters. It's really it's a really an amazing experience. But you want to make sure that it is full-fledged and full-blown and not scaled back. A scaled-back convention, I'm going to be honest with you, you might as well not even have one. And that's how the president feels, and that's how the Republicans feel, and that's why they went to Charlotte and said, if you're not going to give us uh, full reign to have our convention as planned, then we're going to leave. And the governor of North Carolina said, we're not we're not ready to commit to that. So if you want to remain in Charlotte, you're going to have to go by our rules. And uh, Donald Trump, you know, he doesn't like to go by anyone else's rules other than his. So he said goodbye. He said, we're out. And now uh, Roy Cooper, by the way, is his name, the governor of North Carolina, if you want to send him letters. So now. There's a it's it's a full fledged rapid fire search to find a new place, because, again, it August seems like a long way away unless you're starting from scratch. You know, if you've got to scrap your plans and you've got to start over, you're looking at what a month, maybe two months. Is that it? And so we've got we've got Nashville is one of the front runners. I heard Orlando also a front runner. I read Las Vegas is in the running for the Republican National Convention. And get this on the short list, the city of Jacksonville, Florida. Duval. I saw Lenny Curry tweet. I retweeted Lenny Curry yesterday. So if you want to read his tweet, uh, he's like, we are ripper on ready to go. We uh, we want the one hundred million dollar convention here in Jacksonville. We are prepared to do whatever it takes. And I, I believe that I believe that Lenny Curry wants this thing in Jacksonville. I believe that Governor DeSantis wants it in Florida, number one, and and especially Jacksonville because he's from he's from St. John's County. I believe that it would be an amazing thing for our city. I just know that it's a lot of people, it's a lot of places to stay that these, you know these people are going to take up a lot of bed space and it's a lot of back and forth. I just don't know how we would all get it done, but if we could, it would be it would be huge as they say in the White House. It would be huge. Um, so with your fingers crossed that it works, I would be, like I said, and I'm not just saying this for selfish reasons. I'm not just saying this because I could sleep in my own bed every night and still go to the convention. I'm not saying this because, you know, all I'd have to do is find a place to park my car and I'd save thousands of dollars on hotel rooms. You know, that that's all, that's an added bonus, but it's not the only reason. I definitely think it would be amazing for the city and talk about, talk about going, uh, you know, being put onto the national stage. It would definitely catapult Jacksonville 
into the uh, into, you know, into into one of those premier destinations in Florida that I think we've all kind of hoped um, we could be. So something to watch and, and a story that we are definitely closely looking at. And if you've got an opinion about that, by the way, please give us a buzz, because today is something we like to call whatever you want Wednesday. This is the day where we plan nothing. We meet and we don't even we talk about nothing. In fact, before the show, Hannah and I were work because Josh is off. To, this is how much Josh doesn't work on whatever you want Wednesday. He just didn't even show up today. And Hannah and I were coming up with trivia questions for her trivia night tonight. We weren't even we were even concerned about what was going to happen on the show that was about to start in three minutes. We're like, oh, what are we doing for trivia tonight? That's how little we prepare on Wednesdays. We turn the entire thing over to you. You send us an open mic message in our 104.5 WOKV mobile app. We play it on the air. You call us at 855-765-1045 and say, I want to talk about this, and we talk about that. And if it's the convention in Jacksonville, which would be a huge, or maybe you're one of those people who's like, keep them out. Keep them out. I don't want anybody here. I don't want all the Republicans here. It's going to be a hassle. I don't want the president here. God love him. He's just going to tie up traffic. I don't want any of the one. I don't want the convention here because it's just going to bring more protests and more looting and more crime. And yada, yada. maybe that's your opinion. If that's the case, give us a buzz too. 855-765-1045. That's our number. And it's toll free anywhere in the United States. Also, we sh- I, I have, I was just listening before the show. I was listening to Brian Kilmeade and he was interviewing the president and it was very difficult because his show was about to end and he was trying to very nicely say to, to the president, uh, Mr. President, we got to wrap it up. But, um, I, I'm going to pull some of that audio here in just a minute. They spoke about the church and the photo op and they spoke about all of the, the, the fake press that, uh, the president has been getting and how the news media, especially CNN, has been, has been harping on what seems to be really negative imagery when all, when you look at it, there is a whole other segment of the population that really thinks that what Donald Trump is doing and saying and what he's, and you know, how he's trying to, to work through this crisis with the, uh, the protesters and the looters and what he's doing, you know, um, as far as police brutality in this country is positive and taking back the streets and and you know making sure that we dominate the streets as he said is a positive thing and and looking to these governors and saying bring in the national guard bring in the military is positive and there was a poll released yesterday they asked americans do you agree with using the national guard and the military do you agree with using the national guard and the military to bring peace to these cities that are in and that are overrun Overrun with looters and rioters and anarchists and people, professional agitators who are being bust in by God knows whom uh, and the bricks that are being dropped in the ground. Do you believe that it's appropriate for the president to use the military in that situation, to use the National Guard? Fifty eight percent of Americans said absolutely. Fifty eight percent of Americans. That's well, well over half said, yes, the most important thing is law and order peaceful protesting is fine protest marching on washington is fine killing uh you know black people by cops is not fine but this looting and this rioting that's the worst and if you need to bring in the military to stop it make it stop 58 percent of people polled so when you read, uh, when you when you go on uh, on CNN or when you go on MSNBC or when you go on the internet or when you read people's tweets and they say Donald Trump's a dictator, he's Hitler, he's militarizing, he doesn't have the right to do this, nobody wants, he's attacking innocent people with the truth, he's not doing any of that, and most Americans believe that it's the right thing to do because they know most Americans know the difference between looting, rioting, and peaceful protesting. We're not that stupid. We're not that stupid. 855-765-1045. Listen, we got to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to kick it off with phone calls, your calls, your open mic messages. This is your show today. It's whatever you want Wednesday. And it continues next on 104.5 WOKV. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Give Mark a call and talk about, well, whatever you want. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Jacksonville's News and Talk. Thanks so much for joining 
Thursday, folks. Star Star 104.5 or 855-765-1045 if you want to get through. Or, you know, if you want to, uh, what you can do is you can just leave us an open mic message. And whatever you want to talk about on the open uh, mic message, uh, we'll just play it on the air. And that way you can get your opinion and your question and your comment out. Uh, like this person right here who... Oh, you want to make sure we can play? Oh, let me turn it on. And on. I did the on button here. There we Regarding go. voter fraud, voting is anonymous. Who says you can't mail in your ballot and then go to the polling location on November 3rd? Oh, yeah. What about that? We didn't even think about that. You could have te- technically vote twice, once by mail and once live in person. And by the time they figure it all out, they you know the election's over. That's a great point. 855-765-1045. We've got Susie on the line in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing today? Doing great, Susie. Uh, what's on your mind? Hey, it's Trump Day. Yeah, it's sure. Hey, Susie, thanks so much. Uh, oh, hold on. There you go. Thanks a lot. Always a pleasure, Susie. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Daniel in California. How you doing, Daniel? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good morning, Mark. Uh, quick rant and a quick question. Oh, yeah, sure. So how- so how crazy is it that President Trump is called a dictator while trying to enforce the laws of our law-abiding citizens? How insane is this? It's absolutely ridiculous. The same hypocrites who said that President Trump didn't do enough to lock down the country after he saved many lives are now saying that he's a dictator trying to protect innocent citizens. That's the first thing. Let's look also at de Blasio. De Blasio is a complicit clown still allowing rioting in his city. Apparently his daughter still needs to attack the police, so that's probably why he is still being complicit with this. I mean, let's face it. Right now, President Trump can do nothing wrong in the eye of of the uh, mainstream media. There isn't a single thing that he's done that they have said was positive, and that's just not the case. So my question to you is... How how much of this is really something that we're not talking about? How much of it is to just destroy Trump, and how much of it is just not to lose the liberal vote as to why they're allowing these rioters to continue? Yeah, well, uh, that's a, Daniel, 100% accurate on that. Listen, even in New York City, though, the tides are starting to turn because you have a super liberal governor in Cuomo at turning on a super liberal mayor in De Blasio, and he's he's been he's been threatening to remove the guy, saying, "Look, you're not you're not." There comes a point when you have to stop. Cal- Telling to your base and you have to realize that you need to lead and govern now here's the big issue and this is something that i was thinking because we talked a lot about this yesterday and i've had people say oh trump's doomed trump's in for it man trump's he's never going to win there are more people in this country that are not looting that are not rioting that are not protesting than are there are more people in this country that are that are staying home watching this going this is ridiculous this is crazy Those people are passionate and the people that are looting and the people that are rioting. I'm going to be honest with you right now. They don't vote. They don't vote. The people that break into the Nike store and the Apple store and walk out the lady walking around with the cheesecake from the cheesecake factory on the platter. That woman there, the guy in Philadelphia laying in the middle of the street with the naked mannequin. I don't know if you saw him. The other dude who tried to get the ATM machine. Onto the bus. He walked into a store, looted an entire ATM machine, and tried to take it home with him on the bus. These people do not vote. They don't know when Election Day is. They are probably not registered. They don't care. They don't want positive change in this country. And even if they did vote, they probably wouldn't vote for Joe Biden. That's the big that's the big problem that the Democrats still have. Sure, they can get people to hate Donald Trump, but those people either A are already voting for the Democratic Party or B, just aren't voting at all. And on the flip side, when you have people in in the uh, on, in the Republican Party or Trump's base, if you will, or deplorables or conservatives or whatever you want to call them, when you have those people sitting at home going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, look at what's happening. We understand who's in charge in Minneapolis. It's the Democrats. We understand who's in charge in New York City. It's the Democrats. We understand who's in charge in Washington and in California and in Oregon and in Seattle. We understand that the hot spots of not just COVID-19 and coronavirus, but of all of this racially charged violence and destruction and, and terrible behavior, we understand that those are not just hot spots of, of awfulness, but also they are hot spots of democratic government. And the people at home that are watching this, you, me, everybody else in middle America, we're sitting there going, well, 
I mean, clearly, we can't let these people get control of the country or else. they'll. I mean, imagine if, if Governor Cuomo, who has let New York City be destroyed for six nights straight, were president. He would he probably he'd probably dismantle the military. And if we got attacked by Iran, he'd be like, hey, you know, just give him give him a couple more days and they'll calm down. That's not how you govern. 855-765-1045. Every single day that these riots are allowed to continue, it's better for uh, it's better for the president. The Democrats think it's better for them. They're wrong again. 855-765-1045. Great question, Daniel. Thanks for your call. More of whatever you want Wednesday next. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I have a message for VP Biden. Words are not going to solve the problem in this country. Action is. And that's something you know nothing about. Boom, roasted. 855-765-1045. By the way, Joe Biden, and again, I, you know, I just, I just, I, uh, Joe Biden, yesterday, by the way, he swept all seven of his primaries. But he also announced, or it was announced, that Joe Biden will be attending the funeral of George Floyd. And, you know, again, I don't want to compare, but first of all, I think that's in bad I think that's in bad taste, especially after his comments from last week when he told Charlemagne the God, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Now he's going to attend the funeral of George Floyd. Also, I feel like it really politicizes the event. And again, I feel like if the president did it, it would be there would just be so much major backlash. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel that. I, I feel this is not a good move for the vice president. Although, you know, what What do I know? Also, I heard a rumor, which I don't know if this guy is literally just trying to torpedo his career. But Joe Biden, the big rumor now is that he is looking at because, you know, we, he announced he announced that he was going to be choosing a uh, female as his vice presidential candidate. He announced his running mate would be a woman. And that was that got a little bit of press coverage. People were all excited. Now he's uh, he's supposedly looking very closely at Orlando Representative Val Demings. And Val Demings is not just a woman, but she's an African-American woman. Not just is she an African-American woman, but she's an African-American woman from a major swing state. Not only is she an African-American woman from a major swing state, she sat on the committee. She was one of the prosecutors in the Donald Trump trial, and she was in the forefront of the Senate hearing. She was on TV for hours every single day prosecuting the current president. Not only is she a female African-American from a swing state who prosecuted the president, president but she also is a former police chief and this is where i think it gets hairy this is where i think it gets hairy if you have a majority of your electorate who is upset with the police and thinks that the police departments across the country need to be changed and doesn't respect police and believes that there's a huge problem with police brutality and there's uh, there's systematic racism in the police department. Would you really want your vice president to be a police officer? That's just that's just my question. I don't know. I'm look, I'm not voting for for him anyway. I'm not voting for. I think Val Demings, when you look at her record, when you look at what she's done, when you look, I mean, I, especially being so close to her district and knowing what's going on in Florida and how the people in Orlando really feel about her, not the ones who vote for her, but everybody else, I feel like that's that's not the right choice moving forward. However, you know what? Again, it's not my campaign to lose. It's Joe Biden's 855-765-1045. All right, real quick, let's get back to this. We got Deplorable Doug from Michigan on the phone. Hi, Deplorable Doug. How you doing? Pretty good. Why cannot we have the... Um Republican convention in Grand Rapids, even though it's a Democrat governor, I think the Grand Rapids area could handle all of the people for the convention. Well, we're going to have to fight because we want it here in Jacksonville. That's why. Darn it. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, because I, Betsy DeVos, the uh, education secretary, is from the area. Yeah. Ada is just right around the corner from Grand Rapids. Yeah. And we have Muskegon and Holland and Grand Rapids 
area. Yeah. And I know we could handle all of the people. I think the problem, I, just, I know, and Doug, I appreciate the, look, and here's the thing. There's a lot of people that want, now that this convention is up in the air, there's a, the air, there's a lot of towns that really want it. Here's the issue. The issue isn't with Grand Rapids. It's with Michigan. Your governor there is not, I mean, if, well, we the, know. if the governor of North Carolina is not going to open up the state so that the Republicans can come in in late August, the governor of Michigan sure the hell isn't going to do it because she's basically, she wants everyone to stay at home forever. And that's why that's why it's off the table. I mean, if, if it were any other year, I'd say, yeah, you know, Michigan's a great place. Any of Michigan, Wisconsin, which is where the Democrats are going, Ohio, which is where it was last year, Florida. The reason that that the uh, that Donald Trump, the president of the United States and the Republican National Committee are looking at Jacksonville, Orlando, Nashville and Las Vegas is because those are four cities that are in four. Well, three states because Orlando and Jacksonville are in the same state, uh, three states that are already opening up. And he knows that that Tennessee, Florida and Nevada, by the time it's convention, by the time the convention kicks off August 23rd, those states will be open for business or the governors will make sure that they're open for business to accommodate the GOP convention. But Ron DeSantis, he's ready to go. He's he's ready to open up Florida now. In fact, he's got a press conference at noon in Orlando where we believe he's going to be talking about the next phase of opening or Universal Studios or something, something. And I think it's all positive news. I'm, I'm leaning toward, look, in my heart, I would love this thing to be in Jacksonville. In my mind, I've already made reservations in Nashville and Orlando just in case. Just there, I can cancel them within 24 hours of, you know, the day I'm supposed to arrive. But I've got a reservation in Nashville for the week of the convention. I've got a reservation in Orlando for the week of the convention just in case. Just in case. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Mark J in Detroit. How you doing, Mark J? What's up, brother? Hey, I just had a quick comment and a quick question to you. Yeah. My son of fourteen years old comes to me yesterday in tears, and it infuriated me, saying, "Dad, you know what? I can't believe that these people are burning our flag, the symbol of our freedom." It had it. I couldn't even sleep last night thinking about his comments. And another thing, all these news agencies, Mark, why is it that burning our flag, it's it's not reported as something bad? CNN, MSNBC, all these all these news news agencies. What is it? Burning our flag is a symbol of our freedom. Why would they be okay with that? It just it it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Hearing my son yesterday, it broke my heart. I mean this is what we live and die for, man. Mark, I love your show. Listen, Mark, we appreciate and, and thank you for everything, dude. We, listen, we appreciate that. And your son is—I mean, your son is right. He's very astute. The the Democrats, the left side of the aisle, they've proven time and time and time again that they despise the flag of the United States of America. And there's proof of this. Number one, the flag burning. As you mentioned, the flag burning in the streets, the protests, they're burning flags. You know, uh, it, it, and, and this is the American flag in the United States of America to protest the police brutality. Um, there, there's there's tons of other examples. For example, when you go to the debates, when you look at the debates, how many flags are on stage? Zero. It's very difficult to find an American flag on stage because the Democrats feel that the, the, the flag is a symbol of of um, of brutality. You know, American history goes it, it look, uh, no one's history is clean as a whistle. No one's history doesn't have brutal moments, but it's your history and you learn from it and you love it and you cherish it and you teach it. And you hand down the lessons of history to those like your son and like my kids and like other kids in school. And you say, hey, look, here's what our flag represents. It represents the beginning of a great nation, the idea of freedom and liberty for all. And not everybody had freedom and liberty. But now, you know, we, we work every single day to make sure that they do. And this flag is a representation of that. The Democrats don't see it that way. They see it as oppression. That's why when Nike wanted to put the Betsy Ross flag on their shoe, Colin Kaepernick said no. Colin Kaepernick said, no, you can't do it because that the, the American, not the rebel flag, not the not the, you know, the Dukes of Hazard, none of that. We're not talking about the Confederate flag. We're talking about the American flag. Didn't want it on a shoe. And they and Nike succumbed because they're basically, you know, they are the liberal footwear company, uh, the, you know, the official footwear company of the Democratic Party. 
So they took the American flag off the shoe. They took the American flag off of the stages. Andrew Yang, who was running for president, wouldn't wear an American flag pin. Instead, he wore a pin that said math because he pledges allegiance to math. Not the United States of America. There are so many different examples, and uh, and the burning of the flag is it's not it's not shocking at all that they pay no respect to this flag because they have no respect for the flag, and really, in having no respect for the flag, you have no respect for the country. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Again, thanks for your call. Quick break. More of the Marque shows on the way. Stay tuned to one zero four point five WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKB, Jacksonville's news and talk. Just searching up the Republican convention, come see it. It would be a big impact on the economy because Republicans work and have jobs. I mean, that is, a, that is a good point. That is a good point. While everyone else was out protesting, we were all, you know, working. 855-765-1045. If there's something on your mind or if there's something you want to say or if you have a question, you can leave us an open mic message, too, in our mobile app. Mark, your antibodies. Slim Body, Mr. Slim Body, wants to know about your antibodies. We all want to know. We're holding on with bated breath. All right. Yes, I totally forgot. I teased the fact that today uh, I would give you the results of my antibody test. And what are those? Well, okay. So I went <laughs> home yesterday because I had the. Uh, I'm a little. I'm not annoyed. Okay. I don't know the. Pro- I don't know the process with one blood, but one blood was offering free antibody tests when you go and get blood. Mm-hmm. So I made the appointment and I went down. They had the big red bus at the Walmart on Saturday morning, and I went at eleven o'clock. First one there. Uh, walked in and they took all my, you know, vitals and they asked me all these questions about where I've been and who I've been with and all that stuff. And they approved uh, me to give blood. So I gave my blood and Jasmine, she took my blood. It was great. We had a great time. They gave me a T-shirt. It was great. She said, 48 hours later, here's a number. You'll go on. We'll give you an email. Uh, you go on the website and get all the information. Oh, lovely. And yeah. then yesterday you forgot. Yesterday I forgot to bring in the sheet of paper. So I went home and I was like, you know what? Before we go live on the air, with I should just check to make sure it all works. Mm-hmm. So I, I set up my account. I typed in the number. I went in. They said, hello, here is your health rundown. And I clicked on the button, all excited to mm-hmm. see if I had the antibodies. And? And there's no information about anything. Oh, my goodness. It says blood type, question mark. <laughs> and I go, I even know my blood type. It's a blood type, question mark. It's either A, A, B, what? what? It just throw something in there. Then it says cholesterol, blank screen. COVID-19 antibodies blank screen you know temperature and i'm like where is all my info so i sent them an email i go hey uh, i gave my blood and you promised me these tests and i went on there and there's no info so i don't know if like they opened up my account but it takes a little while for them to process the test maybe they got a lot of blood maybe you know maybe when i posted on my instagram that i was going to go give blood there they was like, a big no, run we can't tell you i don't i don't know what's <laughs> going on or maybe it's like, yeah maybe there's something bad they don't want me to know so but hopefully I will keep you posted. And as soon as I get any information from one blood about whether or not I have the antibodies, uh, we'll, do, we'll we'll sound off the breaking news. We'll put it in the three big. We'll put it in the three big. I think big. that's so three big worthy. Isn't it worthy? I think so. I think so. Anyway, 855-765-1045. So I'm sorry that I teased that we would have the information today. It's going to take a little bit longer. Chris in Riverside. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? I'm thanks really, for hey, thanks for and, calling, man. What do you want to say? your listener love the show oh thank you um i'm a local business owner and i i thank god that i've been able to stay open this entire time with everything that's going on yeah but like they got to get the businesses open I, I know so many local owners all over jacksonville and they're hurting bad it is it's crazy I, I just heard you say he's uh the governor's going live today i hope he opens everything up because he's got to the uh, governor is going live at 12 noon. He'll be in Orlando, and that's uh, that's good. I mean, whenever he goes live from a place like Orlando or even Jacksonville, it's usually with some kind of, hey, we're, we're ready to take the next steps kind of message. We don't know that for certain, but if it is the next steps, then I think that's great news for business owners, bar owners, that kind of thing. The amusement parks, look, the amusement parks are planning to be open in July, uh, late July and August. Um, and I know that that's that. I mean, that's something that definitely needs to get done. But, yeah, listen, the good news is that if they choose Jacksonville to be the site of the next Republican National Convention, everything will open up. It'll be I mean, it has to because they not only not only do they have to have everything open up by the time the convention hits town, but they have to make sure that it's open and it's been open for a while and we've gotten the kinks out and we're all back up to speed and everything's fully staffed. And that's going to take a little bit. I'd say that's going to take a minute. I'm not going to lie to you. 
So I think that's another huge, huge, huge boon to the economy. And don't think, because here's the thing, of the four cities that the Republicans are now looking at, Orlando, Jacksonville, Nashville, and Las Vegas, of those four cities, half of them are in Florida. So don't think it's any accident that Governor DeSantis, after Donald Trump pulled the plug on Charlotte yesterday, scheduled this conference today to announce that we'll be taking steps to further open up the state. I 100% believe that he's looking at this as an opportunity for the state of Florida and hopefully the city of Jacksonville. And uh, and it, in the end, we all win. We all win. 855-765-1045 uh, is the number. Terry on the north side. Hi, Terry. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Uh, I Something occurred to me this morning. I was watching uh, de Blasio talking about not bringing in the National Guard. Yeah. And I believe that there's an ulterior motive for him and other mayors and governors who don't want to use the National Guard. I think it's a way of doing several things to the police departments of our nation. First of all, it's a way of just punishing them because they think they deserve to be punished. Second, it, it exposes them to the possibility of, of injury and violent uh, uh, actions and even death, which has occurred from the hands of the rioters. And it also uh, makes it easy to uh, blame the police because uh, they haven't been able to restore order. And so it really plays into their hands yeah. uh, to put it all on the backs of police departments instead of National Guard. Terry, you're 100% right. Who Look, whoever it, it's all about who do you want to pander to. If you want to pander to the protesters, you're not going to be a friend to the police. You're not going to be a friend to the president, and you're definitely not going to bring in the National Guard to tell them to all go home because you believe that the protesters are your key to extended victory and uh, and, a, and a, a staunch and strong and happy, healthy political future. If you're like most other Americans, you believe the opposite. And that's why that's why New York and and, uh, you know, places like even Virginia, I heard Governor Northam declined to have uh, these uh, troops come in and help. It's either one side or the other. And it's all about where you think your political allegiances lie. And that's sad. It shouldn't be about that. It should be about protecting Americans. We got to take a break. We're already late. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. More of whatever you want Wednesday coming up. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Bricks, 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 what was that? Oh, we have very talented listeners. 855-765-104. That is a great question. You know, you would think that there would be some investigative reports from the media. You would think that somebody would be out there going, hey, I wonder where all these bricks are coming from. You know, they're throwing bricks at cops and they're throwing bricks through windows and they're throwing bricks at police horses and they're throwing bricks at each other. And there are just bricks showing up randomly. You walk down any city street and any other day of the week, try to find a random loose brick. Try to find just one. It's very difficult, but apparently in all these cities, it's really easy to find bricks. Why? Well, someone's dumping them there, and we still don't know why. There's still no investigation into who's, who's dropping the bricks. 855-765-1045. This is Whatever You Want Wednesday, and we continue with Todd in Orlando. Hi, Todd. How are you? What's up, Mark? What's up, Todd? Oh, I'm so glad, man. I appreciate it. What did you want to say today, sir? Well, I have. Uh, it's, just, it's just so frustrating, man, that it's like, it's so obvious that these uh, Democrats are so against Trump, and, and so many people just don't see it. I mean, from the beginning, they were attacking him before he was even in office. And then you get all these scams as far as, like, the march from all the way from, uh, what, uh, Mexico to here. You know, that was set up by the Democrats. Yeah. Then you got... You know, with the, the judge that he tried to get the judge in, and they got, tried to destroy that and make Trump look bad. Right, yeah. You know, Kevin always and, then name, the, yeah. and, and just one thing after another, and yeah. it's like nothing works. It's like he's always, he, he puts them in checkmate, and then now they move on to the other thing. And then, you know, the Russia thing. Then they try to impeach him. And then, you know, now this big pandemic of this virus, which is complete, you know, I, I, I just don't believe believe it at all right and then you know now you got these riots you know you can't have it's impossible 
to have 10, 20, even 30 people start what a riot, which just broke out to what it is right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all like, you know, the, uh, I forget the, that old man, that rich old man that is supposedly, uh, you know, conspiracy theorist where he starts all this stuff and, you know, he controls everything and, uh, uh, shoot, I forget his name, but it's George just like, Soros. George, yeah, George Soros, yeah, the billionaire exactly, from Sweden. Exactly. Yeah. Where he, you know, it's, it's just, and people don't see this stuff. Yeah. I, listen, I, mean, I Todd, you're, you're right about that. And, it, you know, it, it has been kind of this process. It used to be that the Democrats would just attack Donald Trump. And you know, like you mentioned, they tried to attack him on every single agenda item. They tried to attack him personally with Stormy Daniels. Don't forget that whole mess. They tried, you know, and her lawyer's now in prison because he tried to bri- uh, blackmail Nike out of like $20 million. So he, they tried to attack the man. They tried to attack the leader. Didn't work. So now what they're doing is they're attacking the country. They're trying to make everyone's lives so miserable that they just assume it's the president's fault. They tried to make everyone's lives miserable with coronavirus everyone was out of work everyone was stuck in the house with their wives or with their spouses i guess they did not just what you know husband wife everyone it doesn't matter uh and now when that didn't work they're like ah even corona people still aren't blaming a guy for coronavirus what do we do Let's start some riots around the country. And then when stores are getting looted and all that kind of thing, uh, I mean, you you could have a point. The easy way, you know, it's really easy to tell when the uh, mainstream media is telling the truth. They'll say something is a conspiracy theory. You know, they'll, they'll say Donald Trump is out there tweeting conspiracy theories again or Donald Trump retweeted a common conspiracy theory. Whenever CNN or MSNBC or ABC or NBC or CBS, whenever one of their uh, their reporters or or anchors uses the word conspiracy theory, that's code for the truth. And anything they report as news is basically a conspiracy theory. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Wow. So here's the thing about whatever you want Wednesday. You never know who's going to be listening. You never know who's going to be watching. And you never know who's going to be calling in. And we apparently have this. Speaking of news, uh, we have the CEO of Newsmax TV, Chris Ruddy on the line. Chris, is that you? Uh, believe it or not, I'm not in Jacksonville, but I'm calling in to we- Jacksonville to be on your show, Mark. Chris, this is an how are you, for those of you that don't know. Chris Ruddy is first of all, he's an author, really bright guy, runs Newsmax and a bunch of other companies. Has the really you know a, a, a direct line to the president too. And in fact, you've spoken to the president recently, right? Isn't that what I heard? Well, a couple of things. One is not only have I spoken to the president, I've known him for twenty years, yeah. and we're both friends. Yeah. But he's doing an interview with Sean Spicer on Newsmax TV tonight. It's going to air at six p.m. Uh, he's sitting down with Sean today for a half hour, which is a really long interview. It's the first interview he's given in about a week's time. Wow, no kidding. That's, That's awesome. really going to be big, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And Newsmax is on all the major cable channels. Uh, I think you know we're in 70 million cable homes. Oh, and yeah. We're on DirecTV, Channel 349, Dish 216 on Xfinity. Triple One Five. We're on Dish, and you're everywhere, and you're on Newsmax.tv too. If people want to watch online, so what is Sean? So this has not been taped yet. This is like actual. Uh, it's going to be taped today to air tonight. It's the taping is going on right as we speak in the White House. That's awesome. And the president, you know, he really wants to let loose. He has a lot to say. He's very excited about being on Newsmax. He's, he and I have spoken several times over the past uh, several weeks. Yeah. And um, he's very resolute. This is a guy that, that you know, he's not going to back down. And I think there's, with the protests or riots, if you call them that, uh, he's he wants to be for law and order. You know, I, I think it's crazy that the media, you know, he wanted to go. They tried to burn down a historic church that's part of our national heritage, and the president went over to stand for law and order and protecting our traditional values and heritage sites. Yeah. And um, I don't think those people are, are peaceful protesters. If you're going to light fires, if you're going to burn cars, if you're going to loot shops, you are either a rioter or you're an accomplice if you're standing nearby and blocking the police from getting to the rioters. Correct. So bad guys, um, they're not peaceful. They keep on saying on CNN and MSNBC they're peaceful protesters. Uh, if you know these type of things are going to happen, at an event, you are part of the problem if you show up. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Sean, uh, do we know what he's at? Like, does he have a list of? Can you tell us what he's going to ask the president? Is, well, I assume he's going to talk about the riots, and I assume he's going to talk about the church photo and and the use of the national guard. Is that all part of it? All part of it. I okay. mean, there's a lot he's going to be talking about, but he's also going to talk about 
Um, the president is a man. You know, Sean was the press secretary there yeah. at the White House. It's the first time a press secretary sit down and chat with the president on issues like this. Uh, first time he's ever sat down with a current sitting president that a press secretary used to work for the president. Oh, that's a good bit of trivia. Yeah, very historic. <laughs> yeah, that is and great. So Sean's going to have a half hour. And I, what we wanted to do something a little different, get into like what is the president like up close and personal behind the scenes. Yeah. That's great. Um, and, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. There's breaking news on Newsmax now about Esper, the defense secretary, is not supporting the president's idea of using those troops. Right. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of breaking news throughout the day. And 6 p.m., we also rebroadcast the, the Spicer show at 9 p.m. Yeah. Spicer, uh, by the way, for those, and you mentioned it, he was also on Dancing with the Stars, for those people that may not remember him as press secretary. And his show, Spicer and Company, is great. And I'm not just saying that because I was a guest once. <laughs> I'm saying it's really a great show. So six o'clock. Well, we always tonight. love it when you're on Newsmax TV, and I see you on YouTube, and uh, it's always great. You know, we wanted to go out and get beyond Washington and New York and get voices like you, Mark. You, you've got a really important audience there in Jacksonville, and people listen to you, and you should be listened to in in the, the big media circles too, in Washington and New York. So we're trying to reach out, and that's I think makes us different from Fox and CNN and MSNBC. That, and you also report the actual news, which is great. Uh, Chris Ruddy from Newsmax TV. Chris, thanks so much for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Sean Spicer and Company, six p.m. tonight. We'll be watching. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Wow, well, look at that, man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody calls in on whatever you want Wednesday. We got to take a quick break. We have more of your phone calls coming up. This is the Mark K Show on one hundred four point five WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Hey, it's the Mark K Show. What's up? Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number, 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Man, we just heard from Chris Reddy, the CEO of Newsmax, who I knew we, I knew that they watched over there on Facebook because that's how they found out about the show and that's how they invited us on Spicer and Company in the first place. But apparently uh, the president is sitting down with Sean Spicer right now at the White House, and they will air that tonight. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we'll bring you some clips from that tomorrow, too, I'm sure. 855-765-1045. This is Ruth in Pennsylvania. Hi, Ruth. How are you? Ruth, you there? Ruth, you gone? Oh, Ruth, can you hear me? I am. Just a minute. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, take your time. I'm sorry. I had it on speaker. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear us? Yes. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. So I'm so thankful for your voice of reason. Oh, wow. We need you desperately. Thank you. Um, Just a couple comments. Sure. If the protesters around the White House were peaceful. Why did they not move immediately when the Secret Service told them to? Why was there any need to tell them to move again and again? That, that's my first comment. Yeah. Second comment, why were the clergy and so forth at St. John's not outraged at the dis- attempted destruction of their beautiful historic church? instead of being outraged at the president. Yeah, I thought, He's the I, president of the United States. If he wants to take a photo op in front of their church, I think that's his right to do. What do you think? Oh, I 100% agree, but there's so much displaced rage. I mean, the, the, oh, fact, the fact that yes. the church was burned and nobody seemed to oh, care. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the fact that nobody I mean, seemed why to... were they not expressing outrage about that instead of the president was making a photo op? Yeah. So who's making a photo op with a Bible today? Nancy Pelosi. Give me a break. You've got to be kidding. Her hands should be burning. (laughs) She shouldn't be touching a Bible. You know, she prays for the president, though. So, I mean, look, and you're right about and if you look at it and if here's and here's the other thing. There are sensible people like you, Ruth, in Pennsylvania and all over the country. There are sensible people who understand the ridiculousness of the situation. There are sensible people who watch this and go, well, they uh, they burned a church and none of the people complained about it. But then when the president went to pay respects to the burned church, everyone was mad because he had a Bible. 
I mean, like it wasn't. Here's the thing: it wasn't the satanic verses. It wasn't Mein Kampf. It was the Bible. And he stood there in front of the church, which was just burned 24 hours prior by quote unquote protesters, by looters, by rioters. And the anger is at the president not at the people who burn the thing. And also, I appreciate the symbolism of a church. I appreciate the, uh, you know, the evangelical importance of the church, especially for the Episcopalians and the, uh, the diocese of Washington, D.C. or whatever it was, whoever was angry about it. But that's not just a church. That is a landmark church. That is a historic church that dates back 200 years. It's on the National Historic Registry. That church is as much a part of American history as the White House or as the Capitol Building or as Monticello or as any other landmark. And it is not just a religious building anymore. It is a symbol of the United States of America. And it was burned callously and without any concern. And there was no outrage about the burning of the church. There was an outrage about the president and the Bible in front of the church. And that is just weird. But there's people that can fake the And again, the majority of the people you see on TV are not the majority of the people in this country. The majority of the people in this country are at home, not rioting. The people in the, the majority of the people are at home, not protesting. The majority of the people in this country are at home. They don't even care about the curfew because let's face it. Most of us aren't out at nine o'clock on a Sunday night anyway. Most of us are at home waiting to go to work the next day. And that's the majority of the voting population in the swing states. The people that are smashing the windows and burning the cars, they are, they are not registered to vote. And even if somebody registers them to vote, probably they'll be too busy on November 3rd, I don't know, throwing bricks at something or, or hating something or just sleeping in or maybe smoking weed. Who knows what they're going to be doing? But I guarantee voting is going to be low on their list of priorities. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Anna from Palm Coast. How you doing, Anna? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Thank you, Mark. We love you. Beside that. <laughs> oh, we love you too, Anna. We appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I was just saying, uh, someone should start a call the Antifa. Nazi fascists like uh, like really they are yeah. because you have to know in Europe when the Nazi and the fascist was defeated by the Americans they call themselves Democrats. That is true, and that's true, and they are good to change names so and keep repeating so now the people don't forget what really they are. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. Antifa, by the way, for those of you that don't know, it stands for anti-fascist, anti-fascist, anti-fa. And, uh, you know, that that's basically what it is. But the irony is that they are I mean, they act so ridiculously fascist, <laughs> you know, in their in their maneuvers and in their in their methodology and that kind of thing that it's I mean, it's basically it, it, the irony is is sickening. And when you see people on Twitter hashtagging I am Antifa, they have no clue what they're saying. 855-765-1045. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Quick break. More of the Mark K on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Well, I'll tell you, what an exciting show. What is a crazy good show today. Uh, so much fun. All your calls have been amazing. We talked a little bit about the uh, convention coming to Jacksonville, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. And then um, and then Chris Ruddy from Newsmax called in. And now we also have to do a mail time, which Ooh. I'm going to be you – know, Hannah's very – we were supposed to do it yesterday, and we just – we ran out of time. I don't know what we were doing, but we were having too much fun, and uh, and we um, and we weren't able to get to it. But this time, I prompt. We've been getting a lot of packages back here. We have look. We've got all these packages from all over the country. You're it gonna seems. break that. And sorry. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna take some time now to open them first, though. Hannah, when we started mail time, she was tasked with creating an intro <laughs> for for this because we have intro for our intros for our segments, you know, every now and then, just to make it kind of quirky and fun. And she created one, which was good. It was okay. Do we have that one in here? Uh, yeah, it's like mail time. Yeah, okay. Three. Here's the first intro she came up with a couple weeks ago. It's Tuesday. Do you know what that means? It's the Mark K Show mail time. Now I realize we 
should not make it day specific, you know, just in case. <laughs> this next one isn't day specific. It does. Okay, all right. So that was good, and that was all right. A little cheesier than maybe we thought. But you said Blue's Clues. Okay, okay, I did, but I okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but you came up with you took another crack at it. Mm-hmm. All right, so is this the new one? Yeah. So Mark said hip hop ish theme. And I did. I don't remember did. saying that. You absolutely did. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not d- denying that I said it. I'm just saying I don't remember saying mm-hmm. it. Which is most of the things that come out of my and mouth. And you said to get to it right away. Yeah. And so this is what I came up with. Okay. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing the new Mark K Show Mail Time theme. Mark K. Mark K. Mark K. Mark K. Show Mail Time. It's the Mark K. Show Mail Time starting right now. <laughs> Was that just the other Josh saying my name 92 times? No, no, no. There was two people in there. Oh, there were? It was Keith and Josh. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that, okay. Uh, all right. That's not, that's not bad. I feel I, like it's good. It pumps you up. I think we're getting there. Lord have mercy. I all right. Next one's jazz. You know what they say. They say third time's a charm. Anyway, all right. That's very good. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with our mail time. By the way, if you want to send us something, the address is 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 322 to four and we're gonna start we got something from christine bananas no christine bananas sorry from lansing illinois close not lansing michigan lansing illinois and let me get let me unsheath my knife and we're gonna open this up now this is uh typically we've been getting really great stuff the last few weeks and it's really taken off people are really excited about sending us free stuff and we love getting stuff from all over but it kind of gives us an idea of what people are up to and what they do oh look at this christie's creations both with a K. Hey, Mark and crew, love your show and listen daily from Illinois, the state of confusion. <laughs> uh, run by Fred Flintstone himself. Sharing this with you since I had ordered two. Keep up the great work on the show. Love you guys. Chris Bannis. Oh, Chris, that is so nice. sweet. And then there's like a little, I don't know, what there's like a little paper. It looks like what uh, it looks like what crystal meth comes in, but I don't know what it How is. How do you know what crystal meth comes? Because I used to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, oh. look at this! <gasps> it's a Trump coin <gasps> with a little stand on it. Look at this! Oh my gosh, this is amazing! It's a golden Trump Liberty dollar. It says "In God We Trust" 2017, and it has the great seal of the United States of America. Oh, it's an inaugural coin. <gasps> That's amazing. I was at the inauguration, too, and I totally did not buy any souvenirs. That's so cool. This is amazing. Christy, thank you so much. We really, Wow, that is great. Right, Mark gonna, is having a magical moment. We, I sure am. That's amazing. <laughs> That's where we have to. Oh, we ordered thank you cards, too, so we have to make sure we send her. Absolutely. I think your next up, this is a lovely seafoam blue package. Ooh, the coloring's great. It's from Stacy Fisher in Prescott Valley, Arizona. And she sent it. This is very, it's like a very nice soft. I'm going to open it here because I think this is probably... Careful with that knife. No, it's good. It's a good sharp knife. In case I ever need to bug out, I'll have a knife. Oh, here we go. I believe it's a mask. I believe it's a mask. Let's see. Thank you for your order. If you love what you got, please consider leaving a review. Oh, here's the card. Mark K. Thank you so much for sharing my small business on your show. I remember her. I remember. That. Do you remember we got the Trump 2020 mask? Yeah. Like like three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we found her shop on Etsy and shared it. Yeah. Apparently, she got a lot of orders. That's awesome. So she said, look, I sent you these custom ordered masks. No <gasps> way. Check this out. The Mark no K. Way. Show logo. That is so cool. OMG. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I'm, I have to take my headphones off because I can't put a mask on my ears. Look at this. That looks good. Does that look good? Yeah. Look at that. I've got my face on my face. Your face. That's amazing. Look, and then here's another one. Democrats for Trump. Oh. Where are we going to give that one to? We'll find. I don't Democrat. understand. We'll find somebody that we. This is great. Look at that. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I remember her. She did. Uh, she did all those Trump 2020 masks, and I think she got a lot of people interested. All right, this is from the Mailbox Road in Alamo, Nevada. Is that the name of the town? That's what it, I don't know. That's what it says on the return address. Cool. It just says the mailbox road, Alamo, Nevada. Let's open up and see what we got here. This is exciting. This looks like some kind of paperwork. It looks like a summons. Are you being served? It looks like somebody's <laughs> taxes. This is basically somebody's taxes. Is it really? It's the CARES Act. Why is somebody sending me the CARES Act? <laughs> don't know. All right. Well, that there's there like a letter. No. That's all. Right. all. <laughs> we got the CARES Act. And uh, it has a bunch of 
Do you have any Google it? A bunch of stuff highlighted. No, well, I got the, it must be some kind of secret code. Like, I think what we do is, like, in National Treasure, we decode. You know, we go line by line and uh -huh. get the letters, and then we'll figure out where the treasure is buried. So maybe we'll try that. We'll try that next time. Now, this is exciting. We've been waiting a while to open this one. This is... Mark's throwing it around quite a bit. This is a huge box. Jackie Lundy from here in Jacksonville. This box is... Looks like it's been soaked. It looks like... Uh, do, you, do you ever see... Um, what was that Tom Hanks movie where the plane crashed? Cap, uh, oh, Castaway. Uh, Castaway, yeah. Do you remember in Castaway, he had that one FedEx box with the wings on it, mm -hmm. and he refused to open it the entire time. It landed in the ocean. It got washed up on shore. It got wet. He carried it around on the island for four years, and then finally... Do you remember that? I do. That's what this box looks like. I could... This Maybe box, not in that bad a shape. It is like, it's still damp. I don't know what happened. It got soaked, dropped in the water or something, but it's been sitting here drying out for a while. So now we're going to finally. It's not molding. Yeah, I want to know. Well, and, in, and in Castaway, we never actually got to see what was inside the box. So, spoiler alert, by the way. This if you haven't is. Seen it. And so <laughs> this, we're going to actually hopefully see. Hopefully it didn't get ruined. Oh, it's got lovely paper. Oh, Ooh. look at this. Oh, it's a care package. That's lovely. Look, oh, it's labeled. This is for Josh. He got some Tabasco sauce, green pepper, milder than the original because he's kind of a wuss. So we'll give you a <laughs> nice. Look, these are for me. Trump 2020 socks with the American flag. Those are awesome. This is for, I will totally wear these. This is, oh, look. It's Hannah, you got something. Lady oh, Boss. This could also be for Josh. I think it's for me. No, I think it's for you. It says <laughs> Hannah. It says Lady Boss, and there's I'm a card. I'm putting that in my new condo. I won't, wait. Oh, but there's more stuff for you than for me. What? Wait, is this also for you? It has your name on it. I'm gonna open it and see what it is. Okay. Maybe it's it's a little damp. That's okay. This is why are you getting two things on? That's all right. <laughs> oh, maybe it's for your. Look at this. Oh, it's for your new condo. Oh so my happy goodness. To be home. That is so sweet. And there's a card here. I'll let you read the card. Look at that. This. this is fit. You guys are all just so nice and so generous. We should. Can we leave this for Josh and say, hey, look what somebody sent you, no, lady boss? I don't want it. All right, fine. <laughs> we'll just give him the wuss hot sauce. Thanks so much. 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. we got to take a quick break. We're going to squeeze in a few more of your phone calls for whatever you want Wednesday right here on the Mark K Show. It's next. Stay tuned. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, 855-765-1045. We are going to wrap up uh, today's show with uh, a, handful, a handful of more phone calls. Tomorrow is Thursday already. I can't believe it. Friday Eve, which means it'll be a little, um, what do we have? Uh, what do we do? That thing. With the bleep. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, that one. Uh, also, if uh, the president's speaking to Sean Spicer tonight, so we'll hear what he has to say in one of his first interviews. He spoke with Brian um, Kilmeade earlier today, too, and I just caught a little bit of the, the tail end of that. But here's what here are some of the stories that I think we need to really be cognizant of because no one's going to share them. And if they do, they're going to share them in a positive light. Joe Biden politicizing George Floyd's funeral by attending. I feel like personally, not just because I think Joe Biden's the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics, but I also feel like that's a huge smack in the face to the African-American community once again, because Joe Biden just two weeks ago came under fire for the comments he made to Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club about not being black enough because you vote for Donald Trump. This is also a man who did not support the, uh, you know, one of the one of the first uh, or one of the few, rather, African-American Supreme Court justices we've ever had. Clarence Thomas tried, tried to bury the guy, tried to bury the guy during the Anita Hill. Uh, this Joe Biden is no friend to the African-American community. What he is is he's a Democrat who just assumes that uh, that black people will vote for him because uh, he was vice president under Barack Obama. And that assumption, you know what they say about assumptions? You make an ass out of yourself. And I feel like that's kind of what he's doing. And now he's announced he's going to be joining uh, the, the George Floyd funeral, which I'm going to be honest with you, it just seems really callous and self-centered. Uh, when you're running for president, when you're a Democrat running for president and you're actively campaigning and you say, I'm going to go to the funeral of this high profile victim of police brutality uh, that sparked all these controversial riots and protests all over the country. Well, I just I just feel like that is the ultimate in pandering. 
And I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the president came out and said something about that. But that's going to be happening here uh, in the next couple of days. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Luther in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Luther, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. I'm great, Mark. Thank you for having me on. Um, I wanted to go a little different tack on this. Um, it was a good point you made in the last uh, segment that you had there, but. I was wondering about Trump and the potential dropping of the ball um, on a couple fronts with his kind of weak response to the violent protests going on. I was thinking that it was probably going to be better for better served for him to actually be proactive on it, have a roundtable quorum with uh, not only governors. I'm sure he's been in contact, but I see no evidence of this, but have a quorum with the governors and the mayors of the major cities as well, just to try to really get a strong response uh, plan down that would be, uh, you know, consistent in all 48 lower states and maybe Alaska and Hawaii if they're having problems as well. But I'm just not seeing any strong leadership in that area coming from him and wondering why. Well, you know, on Monday he had a conference call with all 50 governors. And in that conference call that he had with the governors, he said, you guys are acting like jerks. Get in there with the National Guard and stop this. That's when he famously said, we need to dominate the streets. That's when he he lambasted pretty much the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, and said in Minnesota, they let it go for three days. They burned down the police department. They were the laughing stock of the world. We went in there with the National Guard and boom, it's done. And he he really dramatically pressed on all of those governors to dominate the streets. Then he went out into the Rose Garden and told everybody in the United States, we are going to dominate the streets. And if the governors and the mayors and the sheriffs and the police uh, chiefs of these individual towns across the United States refuse to enlist the National Guard, if they refuse to take drastic action to keep their citizens safe, then we'll call out the military and we'll do it for them. That happened Monday. Now, they were leading toward, towards the martial law aspect of it, though, which would be a real tinderbox. So I'm just wondering where he can actually... Well, I mean, look, here, Luther, here's, here's the problem. Luther, though, you're illustrating the problem. You called in and you said, hey, he needs a strong response. And then when he gives one, you say, hey, it's martial law. That's, a, that's the Democratic argument. That's the CNN argument. That's, hey, what did Donald Trump do today? Nothing? Let's call him weak. Hey, what did Donald Trump do today? Something? Let's call him dictatorial and too strong. You can't have it both ways. The fact of the matter is all of this happened on Monday, right after the weekend, right after the protests, right after the riots, right after they were able to quell this response in Minneapolis. The president called every single governor and said, do something. If you don't, I will. And you know what the media was focused on? You know what the media was focused on the entire day after? Donald Trump taking a picture with a Bible in front of a burnt church. That's why you still have an issue. It's not that the president isn't taking strong measures. It's not that the president isn't pushing the governors to take their states back. It's because the media is ignoring the important stuff for the stupid stuff. Hey, thanks for calling, Luther. We appreciate it. Go Pack. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. we got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the Mark Show. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh is next.